Are you ready, Rachel? I think so. Are you buckled up? I am. Captain Rachel clearing for takeoff. Five, Five four, three, two, one. Here we go. Ready for takeoff. Welcome to KidCast and welcome to episode 6. I'd just like to say before we kick off the show today that we have really, really enjoyed all your feedback and your support so far. And thank you so much to everyone who's gotten in contact with us on info at kidcast.ie and all your lovely messages on KidCast podcast on Facebook and over on KidCast pod on Instagram too. It has been a wonderful journey so far with over 100 children part of the KidCast cast and many, many more to feature over the next couple of episodes. Now, I am delighted to have launched into our space studio today with our out-of-this-world guest host, Rachel Flynn. Rachel, on this KidCast New Year's Eve special, could you ever have imagined that you would fly into space? Uh, no. Now, I know this is a very exclusive mission, but you're eight now. When do you reckon that we'll be booking our holidays to space? In like about 10 years. So in like the 2030s, you think it'll be, well, I'm going to Spain for Christmas and I'll be like, well, I'm going to Jupiter for Christmas. Yeah. I hope so. I really hope so. Do you think space would make a good family holiday? Yeah. See all the stars and the moon and the sun to like do some bungee jumping and for the kids to make moon castles out of the um, small sand on the moon. Oh lovely, these are great ideas. And going on the moon to put the Irish flag up. Oh, I like it. What would you pack for your space holiday? I would pack a space helmet and space clothes and in the rocket you would pack like water and food. See that's one of the things that I was a little bit worried about. You know the way when you go on holidays the food can be a little bit different? Yeah. Do you reckon that you would survive on powdered space food for an entire holiday? Yeah. You do? What powdered food do you think you're going to be eating on holidays? Moon cakes. Okay, yeah, that's nice. And a sun salad. A salad? Powdered cucumber and powdered pepper, yeah? Yeah. What else will you have? I think they would have to figure out a way to make ice cream in space before it becomes a popular tourist destination. Do you know, Rachel, you are absolutely right. No one is going to go to space unless they can get an ice cream on their holiday. That is a very, very good point. Now, before we start making everybody hungry, can you tell us what's coming up on today's show? Yeah. Today, I'm going to be talking to Isaac in Paris about life in France. Eva has prepared some mystery sounds. We'll be popping over to Marin's Pet Corner. And I'll be interviewing Irish Times Best Actress 2020, Avian McCann. But first, I have a riddle for you. Okay, Rachel, okay, I'm going to put my my thinking hat on now because I'm really not that great at riddles. But off you go. In a bungalow, it's all red. The bathroom, the kitchen and the bedroom. What colour were the stairs? You said it's all red, so I kind of have an idea of what my answer is going to be. But to give you guys at home a little bit more time to figure it out, we're now going to head over to Stacey and Sean in the newsroom. 
Hi, I'm Stacey O'Flynn. And I'm Sean O'Callaghan. Reporting for KidCast News. In this week's headlines... Electric self-driving container ship. 30 white rhinos move to Rwanda. Russia creates dangerous space debris. And river monster caught in the Detroit River. Last month, the world's first self-driving electric container ship made its first trip in Norway. The ship, the Yara Birkeland, is owned by Yara, a company that makes fertilizer. Yara's aim is to cut pollution in Norway by transporting products by water instead of by truck. Last Saturday, 30 white rhinos were loaded into an aeroplane in South Africa and flown to their new home in Rwanda. African Parks organised the move, which is said to be the largest rhino-moving operation ever. Jess Grunner of African Parks says it has taken three years to organise. Russia recently used a missile to blow up one of its old space satellites that was no longer working. The explosion sent at least 1,500 pieces of the satellite flying through space, some of which are big enough to track on Earth. These flying bits are known as space jump or space debris and put astronauts and spacecraft in great danger. Three wildlife biologists got a huge surprise when they reeled in what they called a real-life river monster from the Detroit River. The nearly seven-foot-long lake sturgeon weighed a whopping 110 kilograms, and it was estimated to be more than 100 years old. The biologists quickly released the fish back into the river once it was weighed, measured, and of course photographed. I'm Sean. And I'm Stacy. And that's your KidCast News. Happy New Year! Thanks so much, Stacey and Sean. And Rachel, we better keep an eye out for that space debris that Sean was talking about, because that certainly does sound very dangerous and alarming. Now, Rachel, I hope you don't think that I'm being nosy, but can I ask you what you had for breakfast today? I had a croissant. What did you have? Well, I had a bowl of Special K and some pineapple and a cup of tea. Because I was just wondering, where in the world do you think we'd find the nicest breakfast? If I had to guess, I'd probably say France. Oh, I think I'd have to agree. The gourmet capital of the world. Yeah, the home of crepes and panna chocolats and croissants dipped into hot chocolate. Oh, stop! All of the above are making my mouth water. I wonder if today's Around the World guest has breakfast like that every day. Well, let's find out. Around the World! I'm Isaac and I'm from France. My mummy is from Westford and my daddy is from Port. But we've been living in Paris since I was born. Paris is the capital of France. Hi Isaac, welcome to KidCast. So Isaac, if your parents are from Ireland, but you were born in France, which language do you prefer to speak, English or French? With my family, I speak uh, English all the time and sometimes French. When I'm in a school, I speak a lot of French all the time, but a bit of English. Do you learn Irish in school? No, 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 no. French, you speak French. I can speak a lot of Greek and a time of Irish, but a lot of English and a lot of French. 
What's the weather like in France? It says that the, that the sky is white and the clouds are grey. What money do you use? I use uh, euros. Ah, same as us. What age do you start school? Uh, I started school when I was three. And now I'm six. Well, I started school when I was five. What time do you go to school? Uh, I started at nine o'clock and I finished at 3.30. But but my new school is called Shad Piggy and every Wednesday I'm leaving at lunchtime. I'm going to be starting at 8.40. That's a long day, but I would like to go home at lunchtime sometimes. Do you wear a uniform? At school? No. In our school, we have a uniform. What do you eat for lunch? Well, I eat anything that my teachers give, and I uh, taste things I don't like. Like what? Spinach, and I try it, but I don't really like it. What do you eat for breakfast? Uh, I have Cocoa Pops, and also Bacon Cornflakes. That's funny, that sounds like an Irish breakfast. Well, this morning I had a croissant, that's kind of like a French breakfast. What sports do you play in France? Bacon. Oh, I've heard of Patonk. That's kind of like bowling. What's your favourite music? Under the Sea, Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid is a good movie. I'm a Disney fan too. What's your favourite TV show? Octonauts. Do you watch that in French or English? Both. What do you like to do with your friends? I play everything. I visit uh, my friend Sophia's house. And uh, sometimes I play games at the park. And sometimes I play games at school. But when it's raining, I cannot go to the park. Do the police in France have guns? Uh, yeah. Well, in France you call them the gendarmes. But they don't shoot anything. Ah, the gendarmes are your guardie. How many times have you been to Disneyland? One. One part was scary because I went on a train. The shapes were everywhere. The train went east, west, north and south. Even it went up, down, left and right. Also, it went upside down. Have you ever been up the Eiffel Tower? I have. Uh, I went in the lift. I think if I visited the Eiffel Tower, I would take the lift too. Thanks again for talking to me, Isaac, and telling me all about life in Paris. Thank you. Merci. Merci. Au revoir. Au revoir. Slan. Slan. Wow, that was so lovely chatting to Isaac and learning all about his life in France. Well, time for a little challenge now, though, Rachel. Here's Eva with today's... Mystery Sounds. Hi, I'm Eva with today's Mystery Sounds. Hi, Eva. I'm going to start with the easy one. Wow. Rachel, do you have any idea what that was? I think somebody stamping on something. 
somebody's stamping on something. Do you know, that's interesting because I was thinking along the lines of feet as well, but I was thinking like a horse's foot, like maybe like scratching against like, you know, the gate of the stables or something like that, the door of the stables. Will we listen to it again and see if we can get, see if we can come up with any other ideas. Okay, here it is again. So does it sound any different to you this time? Is there anything else that comes to your mind? Yeah, somebody um, digging up Lego in a big box of Lego. Okay, somebody digging up Lego. Could you give us a clue, Eva? Here's a clue. You can have it in the morning. So any ideas what that could be? Something that we have in the morning. Somebody pouring up breakfast in a bowl. Do you think it sounds like pouring? Yeah. I thought it sounded more like scraping. Maybe somebody eating their breakfast and they're nearly done. No, when they're finishing it up um, on the spoon. Oh, finishing it up on the spoon. Okay. Right, Eva. So we're going to go with, is it scraping food on a spoon? You're out of guesses. It's buttering toast. Oh, that makes so much sense. Very good, Eva. Okay, we're off to a bad start, Rachel. Are you ready for my second sound? Yes. I'm going to make it a little harder. Okay, Rachel. First thing that comes to your mind? I think somebody make, um, doing the mixer. Doing the mixer, like for baking? Okay. Yeah. I was thinking electric toothbrush. Are we close, Eva? Not really, but it is electric. Okay. Will we listen to it again? Yeah? Okay. I think I know what it is. A coffee maker. Well done, you guessed it. Yay! Well done, Rachel. You got it. Which means it is a draw. One point for Eva and one point for Rachel. And zero points for me this week. I wonder how many points our listeners got. Next time, if you at home want to play our mystery science game, you can email info at kidcast.ie and we'll send on details on how you can get involved. Thanks again, Eva, and well done. Thanks, Eva. Bye. 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 Can rabbits be potty trained? Most rabbits like to do their business in the same spot. So just like cats, they can be a little trained. Hi, my name is Maroon and I have a gorgeous rabbit called Bailey. He burps a lot and likes to eat dandelions. He also likes to do zoomies, which is when he runs really fast. He eats nuts, hay and vegetables. He sleeps in his cage and plays with the TV remote and the bowl. He's a Netherland dwarf rabbit. He is brown, white and black. He is very small. I clean out his cage every week and feed him every day and play with him. I got him on the 9th of January. I wanted him because he was cute and fluffy. He likes to do binkies, which is when he jumps in the air very high. He likes to come down to Wexford with us to visit my granny. I like to kiss him and rub him as he is so soft. Sometimes digs in our garden and digs up the carrots. How to keep your rabbit safe? When you let her out for a run, make sure someone is in the garden with him. He sometimes eats wires and loves to bite my mom's cushions. I love having Bailey as my pet rabbit. 
Ah, thanks, Moiran. Bailey sounds like an absolutely gorgeous pet and so talented with his binkies and his zoomies. Although I do wonder how your mum feels about those cushions being eaten. Did you hear something? No. I definitely heard something. Uh, Maybe it was the students from Act One Drama School in Letterkenny with this week's Did You Know? Why do bees have sticky hair? Because they use honeycombs. Did you know that there are over 20,000 different species of bees? Did you know bees are found everywhere in the world except Antarctica? Did you know all worker bees are female? Did you know a bee makes about one teaspoon of honey in its whole life? Did you know bees don't want to sting you because when they do, they die? Did you know the reason why bees make so much noise is because they beat their wings over 11,000 times in one minute? Did you know only the female bees can sting? Did you know the honeybee is the only insect that can make food that humans can eat? Thank you so much to the students at Act One Drama School in Letterkenny for bringing us those really cool facts about bees. Rachel, how do you feel about bees? Are you a fan of bees? Yeah. So what do you like about bees? They make flowers like grow. Very good. There's, I, I sensed a little bit of hesitation there. So is there another side to your feelings about bees? Sometimes that bee will chase after you when you think that they're going to sting you. And you don't like that? Yeah. I don't think many people like that. But you know what? I have to say I absolutely love bees. And I know, like you just said, that people can get a little bit freaked out if you're just, you know, happily going about your day or you're sunbathing and next thing you hear, and it starts chasing you around. But that buzz is so important, like you were saying. And it's not just important for humans, but it's important for our entire ecosystem because bees help plants and flowers to reproduce through pollination. Do you know what that is? Yeah, it's when bees fly in flowers to get nectar and they use the nectar to make honey. But while they're in the flower, the yellow pollen rubs onto their bodies. So when the bee flies off again, that pollen lands in other flowers and helps seeds grow. And of course we get more and more flowers from those seeds. That is right. And those flowers and plants that all those seeds come from feed animals and humans. And actually about one third of the food that we eat every day relies on pollination, mainly from bees. So we really need to look after them. Do you know what I was thinking? What? Do you think female bees dream that they want to be the queen bee when they grow up? I have absolutely no idea. What do you dream about being when you grow up? I want to be a teacher. Well, do you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Because after such a good explanation of pollination, I think you would make an excellent teacher when you grow up. But if any of our listeners are budding actors out there, stay tuned for Rachel's When I Grow Up interview with Irish Times Theatre Award winner, Aveen McCann. Evening, welcome to KidCast. Lovely to meet you, Rachel. Thanks for having me. So, Evening, when did you start acting? 
So I started acting around five for two years and then I stopped doing it. And then I got back into it when I was in my teens. And then I sort of didn't think of it too seriously again until I was in Maynooth and I studied French and sociology and I, I was part of the drama society there. And I sort of realised that I wanted to be an actor. And then I went to drama school. Can you tell me the different types of work that actors do? Well, actors in Ireland particularly are very multi-talented. I myself would do theatre, TV, film, voiceover, musical theatre, singing, role play, (laughs) advertisements. We are very adaptable people in Ireland, the Irish actors. In a small country like Ireland, there isn't as much work for everyone. So we kind of do everything. Uh, How do you remember your scripts? Well, that's a really good question because... Everyone asks that. A lot of the time I walk around my house talking to myself, learning the lines. So TV is slightly different, I think, because a lot of the time you don't have to say the same lines every day like you do in theatre. So you'll do one day on a scene or a few scenes so you can learn them. And then I honestly, I'll forget them the next day. But mostly actors get really good at trusting that the words will come out, if that makes any sense. So if you try to think too hard about what you have to say next, you'll probably panic. So a lot of actors have got really good at relaxing and going, okay, calm, calm, and then just say them. That's what happens to me anyway. What has been your favourite job so far? It's really hard to choose my favourite job, but the most memorable job for me is playing a character called Blanche Dubois in a play called A Streetcar Named Desire. It's a lot of words. It's a very famous role for a lot of actors. Female actors want to play this part quite a lot of the time. This character is really complicated. So you you can imagine as an actor, you get to laugh, cry. You get to play loads of different things. And for a lot of actors, that's the best bit. How did you feel when you won the Best Actor at the Irish Times Theatre Awards last year? Oh, wow. Um, We were in the middle of the pandemic at the start. It was last March or April. So usually we'd have it in the National Concert Hall. Everyone would get all dressed up and everyone would be ready to hear who won. I found out in my kitchen. (laughs) But you know what, Rachel, it was so lovely because my mom and my sisters and my dad and everyone was here. I was staying with them for for that, that part of the year. And my sister opened the Irish Times because they had to print it in the newspaper this time. They couldn't announce it. Find out who won, which was me. And then I was in the hallway. She opened the door of the of the hallway and my mom and I were standing in the hallway and she said, you won, you won. And my mom started crying and then I started laughing. I didn't believe her. And so there was a big party then in the house. I felt really, really lucky to have my family beside me when I found out because a lot of people were away from home and they couldn't get home. And I was very lucky to be able to be around my family. Lots of laughing and celebrating and and dancing in the kitchen. And I felt very lucky to have um, my work recognised. You know, so I worked very hard on the part. It was the part I mentioned earlier, Blanche Dubois. And it was really, really lovely to feel like I did a good job. Well, congratulations. Well done. Thank you so much. What has been your least favourite job so far? I don't love being on um, TV commercial shoots, if 
you know, the ones, the ad, TV ads. There was one particular shoot where my costume was a bit tight and I had to make it look comfortable, but I was sitting like that for hours. So, you know, the camera's on, the whole crew are working really hard. Everyone's sweating to try to get it made. And the actor's just sitting there, that's me, in the sofa, trying to make everything look cosy and comfortable when it really wasn't. Even though it's on TV for 30 seconds, that actor and that crew have been in that room for the whole day. I find that very difficult. What's the hardest thing to be an actor? The hardest thing about being an actor is that you don't really know what's coming up next. You could get a job at the very last minute that would mean that your holiday has been cut short or you may not be working at all, which can be very difficult for people. That'll be very hard. What do you enjoy most to be an actor? So, Rachel, you know, do you love, you know, when you're hanging out with your mates at school or like if you have any clubs you're in or anything and you just feel like you've, you're with your people. That's kind of what it feels like, I think, to be an actor in a group of friends and everybody just loves the job they're doing. And usually one or two of those friends are really funny because actors can be very funny. I'm not saying that I am, but I have a few friends who are very good at jokes. So it's a lot of fun. Speaking of jokes, do you have any good ones for me? Oh God, Rachel, the pressure. I didn't plan this. Do I have any jokes? Okay, so did you hear about the actor who fell through the floorboards? No. He was just going through a stage. Why do people tell actors to break a leg? I don't know. Why do people tell actors to break a leg? Because every film needs a cast. <laughs> Thanks again, Avian, for joining me on KidCast. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Thanks so much, Avine, And well done, Rachel, on such a wonderful interview. Do you think you would like Avine's job as an actor? I still think that I'd like to be a teacher. Yeah, well, I think teachers are just like actors, a little bit. How so? Teachers have to prepare lessons so they know what to say, kind of like a script. And my best teachers uh, are great and lots of fun. And they're entertaining, like Avine. Well, it sounds like you must have a lovely teacher. Yeah, Miss Keohan is a lovely teacher. And my mum's a great teacher too. Well, you definitely have a very good idea of what you're getting into so when you're older. Now, at the start of the show, you gave us a riddle. Remind us what that was. In a bungalow, everything is red. The bathroom, the kitchen and the bedroom. What was the colour of the stairs? Well, I have a sneaky feeling that this is actually a trick question. So I'm going to go with my gut and I'm going to say red. No, the answer is a bungalow does not have any stairs. What? But, uh, no, I thought you were talking about the stairs in the attic. Okay, clearly I completely missed the point of that riddle, absolutely. And I hope that people at home did a better job than me. You got me again. I will admit defeat. And if you at home have any good riddles like Rachel, you can send them to us at info at kidcast.ie or message us at kidcastpodcast on Facebook or kidcastpod on Instagram. It's always so lovely to hear from you guys. Just like this week's five high fives. High five and a happy new year from Kate in County Cork. Kyoto, high five and a happy new year from Sirsha in sunny Auckland, New Zealand. High five, oh Jack. August Tomas. High five, happy Christmas and an even happier new year from Quinn in Bunclody County, Wexford. And as always, a big high five to everyone who has tuned in. 
So that is it from us for episode six and for 2021. Thank you so much to everyone who got KidCast off the ground this year and well done to this week's cast. Sean and Stacey in the newsroom, Isaac and France, Eva on today's Mystery Sounds, Colleen, Chloe and Wirren in Pets Corner, Eliza and the students at Act One Drama School in Letterkenny in Donegal, actor Aveen McCann and of course our incredible guest host for episode 6 Rachel Flynn I'm Kira O'Donoghue and you've been listening to KidCast tune in again next time and next year and of course follow us at KidCast Podcast on Facebook or KidCast Pod over on Instagram and subscribe, subscribe. Happy, Happy New, New year. year bye bye